0: I'm your host, Vic Choksi, and this is Victory Lap. The premise behind Victory Lap is simple. It's to have on luminaries from the sports, entertainment, and media worlds to talk about their journey, and most notably, one victory that helped them reach their goal. On today's episode, I speak with my guy, Brandon Kaminsky. Brandon was the man behind the scenes at ESPN, helping stars like Woj, Adam Schefter, and Stephen A. Smith with their social media strategies. Brendan recently left his great job at ESPN to start his own agency, which is a big step, and that's exactly why I'm excited to chat with him today about his journey. Brendan, welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me. Pumped to uh, have a conversation. Before we get into your new venture, I want to take it back in time a little bit. It's always fun to see how people got to where they're at now in their lives. So how did you fall in love with sports in general?
1: Yeah, it was really hard to fall in love with sports. Um, no, just kidding. You know, grew up in Philly. Family loved sports. Dad loved sports. Went around to sports games, Sixers season tickets, Eagles season tickets. For me, it was just part of childhood. You know, we had a basketball court at home. Um, we played tennis a lot. And it was just always sort of part of the DNA with, you know, I have three younger siblings. A lot of, uh, you know, fantasy football rivalries and you know, basketball and tennis rivalry. So always was sort of in the in the blood. And, you know, for me, I always wanted to follow the passion, which we'll get to in a bit. But, you know, yeah, I just, you know, really just enjoyed many different things. I played tennis in high school. I played basketball in high school.
0: Who's your favorite Philly athlete?
1: Well, we grew up on Allen Iverson. And I remember I was at game one of the finals, you know, against Kobe and Shaq in Philly. And it was incredible. I remember running around, you know, running into Nelly with his Band-Aid. If you remember, he always used to have that Band-Aid on, getting him to sign my ticket. You know, uh, I hadn't thought about that memory in a while. So it's hard to top Alan Iverson for me. He was always just the complete, the biggest star in Philly that I, that I had experienced and just like so fun to root for.
0: Now, talk to me about passion. you You went to college post college, were you like, "Hey, I want to work in sports," or you know, what was your first gig when you were done with school?
1: Yeah, the funny thing is, I don't think I finalized my first gig out of school until like a month or two before graduation. I don't remember exactly when it was. I know a lot of people, Are really neurotic or or get pressure from parents or peers to get that job right away and to lock it in even even to lock in the job like the summer before you know like your summer going into senior year you know you should have a job for me Vic it was unconventional I worked at a startup clothing company called Jackson Jokers I was a campus representative on you know, when I was at UNC and helped to promote the brand and really was fond of the brand and liked working with them. And, you know, they, they gave me a job out of school and I was working in their office. It was like four people. It was a startup and they did a lot in entertainment with, you know, celebrities and, you know, and some in sports and they had a really, a really neat product. So I, you know, for me, if, if someone asked me, did you always know you're going to be in sports? No, I really know, you know, despite what, you know, people around me might say who have known me for a while. I just wanted to do what I enjoy. Like in school, it was, you know, it was sports stuff, but I, I, I threw, um, you know, a concert with a friend. I have enjoyed the entertainment space. At one point I was like, you know, Hey, maybe, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get in more to like helping to throw concerts. I remember like I did for AEG you know, had a buddy hook me up with a, an internship to help them throw a couple concerts in the city, you know? So I think for me, first and foremost, it was following what I would enjoy doing. And I had some experiences that I didn't really enjoy. And so it was like a learning experience to be like, you know what, the more that I can follow what I like, the more successful I'll be. And so that's always been what I've been. That's always been my motto.
0: ESPN. Talk to me about your gig at ESPN. Obviously, everyone wants to work there. How did that job come about? I uh, remember
1: I was interning at Bloomberg and I was explaining to somebody at Bloomberg some of the work that I did in school, like when I stood as a campus representative. I remember I was saying that I did some work with EA Sports because that was one of the the companies that I did work for in college. And someone's like, oh, my brother-in-law works for EA Sports. No, they work for ESPN. I was like, oh, wow. Like, how do you not know the di- you know difference, but uh, or or confuse the two. He's like, yeah, he's a digital. He's one of the digital bosses there at ESPN, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. I'd love to meet him, right? Like, I'm yeah. super young, ESPN. It's like this is incredible, and he was nice enough to introduce me, and so he was my first introduction. And I had been doing some sports stuff, and I did that. And out of school, I I started to do some work with uh, Harrison Barnes. Um, we had a relationship at UNC EC and, and just you know, from the UNC connection. And you know, through that, I was able to do some collaboration with ESPN. So I was able to sort of, while I was doing the Harrison stuff, you know, ESPN saw the way I was able to work and hopefully thought I was a solid guy. I wasn't necessarily like banking on like working at ESPN, um, but it was cool to like work with them, you know, and just to make some pitches. And it was kind of a mutually beneficial uh, relationship you know, Harrison is on the Warriors. He's got access. I've got access to him. Maybe there's good social collaboration. So there's a couple of things we worked on, but I just started to stay in touch. And then one of the bosses there reached out and said, Hey, um, would you be interested in working here? And of course I said, yes, I went to Bristol. I met some of the team and eventually there was an opportunity to work there. And, you know, there wasn't much of an interview process, but I think The interview process really was sort of everything that went up to that point, you know. It's and that's what I find to be the most valuable ways to understand who might fit in, whether it's with culture, whether it's with productivity, or just doing the job description. And I think that I'm very fortunate that they gave me an opportunity, especially because you know my experience was it wasn't right out of school; it's probably a year after school, but I was doing the Harrison stuff. I was really passionate about social media and. They just trusted me, but it, you know, and that's the thing, you know, it's like when you keep in touch with people for younger people who ask, you know, it's, it's important to show them your body of work, show them you're passionate, you know, it's one thing to get introduced to a person who may be of high value to your interests, right? Like for me with ESPN, it's another, like stay in touch and to show them, you know what? Like, I really like this campaign you did at ESPN. Have you ever thought about doing something like this? And eventually you annoy them so much. They're like, Oh, you know what? Maybe we should hire this person.
0: You touched on social media. You're passionate about it. You're good at it. How did that help you in your role at ESPN? We'll highlight some of the, the big projects and, and names that you worked with there, helping them with social media.
1: Well, I was working on social media at ESPN the entire time. Started as a social media coordinator uh, left as a senior manager, you know, and which is at the later end of the ESPN story, which we'll get to. But, you know, I, I learned so much from being there and you don't even realize sometimes how much you learn at a place like ESPN until you step out of the bubble, until you meet folks at other, you know, um, other companies sometimes, especially smaller companies that don't have as many resources. I mean, ESPN bred just total productivity, they taught me so much from the content creation standpoint to managing people to leading a team, but just definitely the nuts and bolts of social media, you know, is big. I mean, it, early on in those days, there was no graphic designer for ESPN social. It was, it was like, you know, figured out. And some people were better at Photoshop than others. In retrospect, there should have been, but it was so early on, and it was more of the wild, wild west generally with social. Now, ESPN has incredible graphic designers full-time on the social media team. Um, but I worked on a variety of projects, Orton College Football, the NBA and ESPN brand, NFL and ESPN, managed the Sports center social media team. And so I did a lot of brand work, and then I led an in-house initiative to work with our talent, so our front-facing personalities to help them sort of just be better at social, or a lot of them are already phenomenal at social, right? But it was just you know being like, hey, like here are other ways that we've seen can grow your account based on what happened on the brand side, and it was just you know uh, advising and just being a resource internally, and it was incredible. You know, it was a good way to to learn more about the company and to sort of bridge the gap between influencers and brands, which you know nowadays is is more important than ever because. Yep. You know, the influencers have you know, arguably all the power, you know, that, that's people
0: want to follow other people. So um, I saw that firsthand. So you worked there for seven years, right? When did you first start thinking about kind of, you know, moving on or another opportunity or another challenge?
1: So I was independent before I was at ESPN, but I didn't have, I didn't have a business.
0: I was, you know, a few months out of school. I
1: had Harrison. I, I did some startup work. And I really enjoyed it. I've always felt entrepreneurial in nature. You know, in the back of my mind, it was always like, I want to get back to doing this, but I want to make sure the timing is right. So it was always in my head. I knew that ESPN was an incredible opportunity from the first day that I started and that I wanted to learn from incredible people. I mean, the, I think the best part about ESPN is just the people that you learn from and meet, and everyone's coming in and out of the door there. You can't pay for that. You know, let's say you, would make 2x at, um, you know, a smaller startup, you know, or, or a different company that is just starting into sports. But at ESPN, it's, um, it's a different ball game as far as experience and resources, which I alluded to earlier. Um, but it was always in my mind, Vic. And, you know, just over the last, I'd say year, with COVID, a lifestyle change, and you know, I think a lot of people just start to think more about like what makes them tick, what, what's, what makes them happy and what are they passionate about? And for me with digital, very fortunate that digital just kind of uh, exploded or there was a lot more intention. You know, people are trying to figure out what do I do? I'm not on TV as much. Well, you know, I, I want to do Instagram live or should I do an Instagram live? And how should I do it? And what should I be? How should I be programming my channels? So I felt that there was more outreach whether it was internally at ESPN or externally and stuff that I felt I couldn't attack in the way I, I really wanted to, it just started to, to get to a point where it was a burning sensation. It's like every day I'm thinking about it. I'm staying up at night for three hours, laying in bed till 4am, no joke. And just like, and got to a, a, a point, a tipping point where I said, this is what I want to do. And I want to, I want to take this leap and I want to expand and I love what I'm doing here. I just wanted more. I just wanted more, and for me personally, that's how I felt. I didn't tell anyone I was going to do. Actually, Vic, yeah. I didn't tell literally not one person. So when I told my manager at ESPN, I told her, "I'm like, you're the first person in the world that knows that this is happening." And she's like, "Are you kidding?" And uh, that was it. So yeah, I mean, it was it was something that I cultivated for a while, and um, you know, I'm really I'm really fortunate. Um, and, and, you know, the whole journey has been. Has been so educational.
0: That's great, man. It's a big leap, right? You're going from working at one of the biggest, the biggest sports company there is to kind of doing your own thing. So fast forward to February. That's where you started your own agency, right? Be known. So I won't be able to do it justice. I would love for you to just talk a little bit about it, like you know what Be Known's offerings are and some of your big clients that you have right now, and just kind of let the listeners know what it's all about.
1: Yeah, Be Known is a social media and branding agency focused on, simply put, helping people take advantage of their online presence. You know, online presence could be, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. uh, And and we do a variety of things. We we can do full service social media management. We can be an advisor. We can do project-based things, events, um, shooting content, making content. Um, providing coaching sessions. So, uh, in a lot of ways, expanding or scaling out what I was doing at ESPN, right? But having the flexibility beyond media, right? It can be an athlete, it can be an influencer. And eighty percent of the work that I'm doing is is with talent. I would say twenty uh, percent is with brands, so startups or or brands that need you know ways to grow their social or need you know content or, and management. And then starting to get on the partnership side as it relates to that, you know, so making sure people know this is how to take advantage of your social media. You know, I'm working with, you know, a few names, Jay Billis, Stephen A. Smith, ESPN has been very kind to allow me to continue to have a business relationship with them. And, you know, um, they've been incredibly supportive throughout the whole process. And so I still you know, am happily doing work with ESPN and just helping them on, on priorities and, and some of their big talent. Ronnie 2K is someone who I work uh, very closely with, um, who's got an incredible brand and it's been great to to do stuff with. We want to be a resource. We want to be a partner to, you know, talent to other agencies because we, we feel that, and I feel that, you know, there, there's an opportunity here with traditional agencies to, you know, lean on myself and my team's services to just be there to help build brands and to help you know with content so it's been uh it's been exhilarating and you know for me it's been it's been very fulfilling to uh to take that leap you know and i'll say to you a victory along the journey for me is simply put that leap you know like that was a victory to decide and doing it and because it's something that was in my head and it's so hard to make that leap right It was very hard um, for me. It was very nerve wracking. Like I said, staying up late. So for me, after thinking about it for so long in my head, it was a victory to be like, you know what? I do have the courage to to tell ESPN that this has been amazing, but I want to do my own thing. It made me uncomfortable. And you need to take that step to grow and to learn, whether it's having a different job internally, um, switching bosses moving locations, making a leap like I did. It's so important for growth. And if you don't do that, you can go through the motions and you might be able to get stagnant. You might get stagnant and you might not get where you want to go. But in order to get there, you have to make a radical change. And that's what I did. So that would—that that is the victory that comes to mind for me as somebody who had thought about it and, and not knowing when it would happen. At the end of the day, nobody can make it happen except for you. And when I told you I didn't tell anyone that I was doing this, it was calculated because I didn't want to hear it um, from other people. Like I was, I got to the point where there were certain people in my life, Vic, were like, I didn't even want to talk to generally because I knew they were going to bring up, bring up, hey, have you ever thought about like doing this? And I was like, ah, stop asking me. I know, and I'm thinking about it, but I want to make sure the time is right. I didn't want to hear my dad. (laughs) With <laughs> he's listening to this i didn't want to hear him say to me you know what you've got great benefits at espn be careful of course and it's a, and by the way what an amazing platform and, and benefits and all that stuff and i have nothing against that but i knew for me that what was going to make me happiest was going to do this so i didn't want to hear it and that's why i just went for it so to me that was my victory
0: no, I love it, man. That's a great answer. And uh, I hope your dad listens to this as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. you no, know, man, now that I'm a parent, I also understand that perspective as well, right? But everyone's different. And, and you know, you got to do what makes you happy. And so, last question, because you already answered uh, the advice question, I feel like, which was also a great answer. But the last question I'll leave you with is you didn't tell anybody, you did this in February. Now the word is out. How has the you know, family, friends, has everyone been receptive? Is your dad still like you're crazy or how's it been afterwards?
1: (laughs) No, so I'll start off. No, my dad has not said I'm crazy. (laughs) My dad is um, my agent. He's my, uh, you know, telling everyone everything. That is the part that's been most fulfilling is the support that you get from people, people reaching out who maybe you haven't heard from in a while, family and friends being excited for you. No, it's been it's been really inspiring and, and and I'm enjoying it so much because you know there's been such a support. When when you go out publicly and you do it, you know, you get you get people reaching out, friends and family, like I said, that haven't reached out and just new contacts also, right? Like new intrigue, people coming out that you didn't that you didn't even anticipate. Oh, this person is reaching out. That's awesome. I've followed their work or I've seen them in the industry. Or You know, just people wanting to introduce me to other people that, that, you know, that, that now, now they look at me as a little different because, oh, okay, he did ESPN, but now he's open to doing other work. And so, um, yeah, I know everyone's been supportive building clients every day. I'm never doing enough work. I'm not, there's so many things that I still haven't focused enough energy on that I should be. Yeah. So, and sometimes like last night, I definitely had a dream. I'm just remembering now that like, I lost a few clients and that I wasn't doing enough. So it's like, it's a different sort of accountability, but it's the pressure that I've always wanted.
0: Oh, that's great. And that's what comes along with being an entrepreneur, right? There's the highs and the lows, but, and the dreams every night that you go through, but that's great, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you talking about your journey. It's definitely for me, inspirational too. Uh, Cause it's something I've been going back and forth with as well, but I wish you guys all the luck with being known and I hope to hook up with you soon, man. Thank you
1: so much, Vic. Appreciate you having me. And uh, the last thing I'll say is on the advice portion is, you know, uh, the, the journey is never straight and you hear that all the time. But one thing that I am really big on is just opting in. And what I mean by that is like, oftentimes someone invites me to something or they're like, you should meet this person. You should meet that person. You'd never know where that might go. And it's a really powerful way to look at it. So very often, like last night, there was an event somebody invited me to. And I was like, I don't know who's going to be here. It was like tech event. I was like, is this going to be more software engineers, which for me isn't as relevant. Yeah, But I made a few contacts that are very relevant and I didn't know anyone there and I opted in. Or if somebody's like, hey, you should meet this person. Like, I'm the guy who says yes often. And so, you know, I'd say that for some people, let's say you're trying to go work in sports and you're like, oh, I just want to meet someone who works at ESPN or the NBA or the WNBA or college football or, or the college football playoff or, you know, whatever it might be. Like, sometimes the most valuable person could be meeting, you know, someone like, you know, you or, or, or someone else who has, you know, a, a friend that like is a baller you know, in, in in exactly the company that they want to work in or like it just ha- or they have a connection. So you really never know. And so I think people, a lot of people, I feel like younger folks could be closed minded to like wait for that perfect relationship and perfect opportunity to come. But you're not going to get it until you like, swing like 20 times and find the one person that's like you know really nice person like you that's like willing to help them and has so many contacts
0: right that's terrific advice and it happened to you with ea sports and espn right it's crazy how things work out man well i appreciate you coming on it was fun chatting with you and and we'll link up soon awesome thanks vic my thanks again to brendan for joining me today That was an amazing story and he's doing some amazing work at Be Known, so be sure to check out his agency. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like or a follow and definitely share the word with your friends. Last but not least, you can follow my work at DocSquad33 on Twitter or VicChoxy33 on Instagram. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next time on Victory Lab.